0: Dan asked, what type of entrepreneur are you? To which Blake replied, "Uh, probably either the gamer or the visionary, whichever one doesn't have his sh** together yet. (laughs) (laughs) Hey podcast listener, even if you are alone in your entrepreneurial pursuit, know that today, right now in your earbuds you are joined by thousands of entrepreneurs all around the globe seeking to do the same thing you are. If you want to know more about this program or this podcast or want to get barraged by a lot of annoying pop-ups, check out our website, lifestylebusinesspodcast.com. Yeah, buddy, it's Thursday. That means it's time for another Lifestyle Business Podcast. Happy Fourth of July to all our fellow Americans. Today, I'm joined by my Captain America, my co-hostess with the mostest, a man whose Chinese name is Rich Rain. If you guys stick around to the end of the show, we'll share with you an iPhone app from the future. As well as an audio tribute to our country of origin. Can't hide our
1: redneck roots, can we? Ian? No, sir. Happy Fourth of July. Good to see you. We are in Hong Kong, so
0: that's very non-American of us. Very non-American. We've been hoofing it around to a variety of financial advisors, and we've learned a lot. That'll be coming down the pike here on the LBP. Yes. Wow. What can I say? It's five stars. D Hayes says Dan and Ian have so much real-world info. Sometimes it's hard to keep up. D says it's so real. The LBP so real, man. Yeah, buddy, Kenton says five stars. Too bad iTunes only goes up to five stars because this podcast is one of the things that I look forward to most each week.
1: Who can we talk to at uh, Apple about that, I wonder?
0: Kenton says, if you're looking for make money
1: online secrets, look someplace else. That's true. So kind of crazy, man. Full circle. I was just looking at my passport and uh, we are back in Hong Kong and it's been exactly
0: a year since the last time we were here. Yeah, that's nuts. Let me make a sales pitch before we go on. October 1st, speaking of real, live and in person, Ian and I will be hosting another Tropical MBA in the Philippines. And if you want to get involved in that, I suggest you act fast. We will be launching it in the next seven days. Go to tropicalmba.com slash tmba You gotta go there, you gotta go there fast if you wanna build a business in person with Ian and myself. I am still getting off my high.
1: I just can't believe it. It's been an amazing two weeks. Yeah, it was, it was, it was amazing.
0: So let's just get moving on to the meat and potatoes because we're gonna talk about three lessons that were really sort of exposed for us through this whole process of running our first conference in the Philippines. All right, Ian, the first point is about the power of content conditioning. So I realized something the other day on the train from the airport to Hong Kong. It was that it was only one year ago. That I was sitting on that very same train listening to Rob Walling on Startups for the Rest of Us talk about the first conference that he ran. And I remember that episode because it just had such a huge impact on me. Like, I was so inspired listening to, because it just was the the quintessential bootstrapping product. Mm -hmm. And it was so cool to hear his insider perspective, but I kind of forgot about it. It just sat in my subconscious and then boom, a couple days ago on that train, I remembered and it occurred to me, was it Rob Walling that inspired this whole Tropical MBA thing?
1: Yeah, kind of weird how that stuff happens, like you have these inputs in your life and uh, obviously it's really important to control these inputs because they do influence you. Yeah, you don't
0: even know, so it's like you're still hanging out with like your jerk friend from high school that's like, you know, putting all these bad ideas in your brain. You know you might launch some bad idea a year from now who knows but the the core lesson here is to really take seriously and and be proactive about who you're spending time with and the kinds of media that you're putting into your system because that stuff counts i gotta stop looking at tmz so much (laughs) the number two point is to look at how people are moving their feet rather than how they're moving their mouth you know there's 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 a lot of built-in assumptions into the way that we operate every day one of the things that was happening in our business is we were always talking about internships because everybody was like, hey man, uh, you're, you guys are so smart with these internships. You should run more of them, blah, 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 blah. But after two years of talking about internships, we only had 20 internships placed, maybe five or six entrepreneur sponsored internships. Most of them are closest friends, you know, Sean, uh, the AdSense Flippers, Chris Ducker. These people are few and far between, right? They have successful businesses. They have, they're willing to be mentors. This is a really difficult thing to do. Now compare that with the hundreds of people who applied for the internships. Now here was the, here was the key thing. Our assumption was is that these people wanted internships. Right. But what we needed to do is step back and look at the core problem that we were trying to solve, which is these people didn't want to be interns they wanted to be entrepreneurs.
1: Right, and interning was a
0: stepping stone to get to the entrepreneur That's right. stage. So, and this is something that I think a lot of entrepreneurs have a problem with is, sometimes to solve the root problem that you're trying to solve, you need to cannibalize one of your products. Yeah. And for us that means, We're done talking about internships, man. TropicalWorkforce.com does not exist anymore because I can't find enough entrepreneurs to throw these things. We'll continue to do it. We'll continue to encourage our friends to do it. But we're going to focus on the root problem. We've got hundreds of people that want to become location-independent entrepreneurs. We're going to build products for those people. Yes, sir. Number three, the power of in person. These last two weeks have been amazing. There is just no substitute, no Skype call, no email thread, no forum is the same as sitting and spending time with people on a day-to-day basis. I mean, that's the foundation of stuff like the Dynamite Circle. If we would not have thrown our party in the Philippines one year ago, the Dynamite Circle membership group would never exist.
1: Yeah, I think everybody that uh, attended the Tropical NBA would agree Uh, You know, sometimes it's hard to get away for two weeks, but it, it has been invaluable to be able to sit down with people, talk to people,
0: learn about people's business, become friends with people in two weeks. Speaking of friends and learning about people's business, I want to take the time this episode to share with you the entrepreneurs that came to the Tropical MBA so that you can see the inside, you know, hear about the broad range of ideas and personalities that come to the table and make it happen. I mean, It's not just blowhards like myself and technical geniuses like Ian who can get Businesses off the ground. It's an amazing variety of people that are trying to make this thing happen Yeah,
1: everybody came to the tropical MBA with an idea and a goal uh, JP for example He had the goal of starting a brand new e-commerce business and by the time he left He wanted to have his first sale. It was so cool when he announced to the group that he had his first sale And in fact, he actually had three
0: so in one of the most inspiring m- Moments at the tropical MBA for me it was a little bit surprising the last day we had scheduled these exit interviews so I had the opportunity to sit down with every person for at least a half an hour for each person, and just sort of, you know, inventory their thoughts and feelings about the future and about the event and about what we could have done better and about, you know, what they feel like their prospects are, and and about five minutes of each interview I put onto tape for the benefit of of the LBP listeners. So you know, number one, the LBP listeners can hear about what kind of startups they're running or what kind of small businesses they're running, uh, because it's really fascinating just to hear about you know what other entrepreneurs are doing outside of, of, of me and you. Right. And the other thing I asked them about was, you know, how they felt about the Philippines. Because this is something, you know, the Philippines isn't like other places in Southeast Asia. It's not like a bunch of Europeans hanging out on, on a resort beach, you know, I mean, it's like pretty crazy.
1: This is cowboy country.
0: Yeah, and and so I just was like, you know, what did you guys think coming, coming into this place? And, and you, know, I, you know, I won't speak for them. I'm just gonna put the answers onto the, uh, onto the LBP. And uh, I just thought it'd be cool to get an insider look into these uh, small business entrepreneurs. So let's take a listen. Here we go. This is your first time in the Philippines. What is your impression of this place? I mean, how would you describe it to people that are like, oh, I'm thinking about visiting the Philippines. What was your impressions? My expectations of the Philippines—it was pretty bad, actually. Like I heard a lot of bad stuff about Manila and it, that it was dangerous.
1: Well, this this place is pretty far out. Um, there's there's all kinds of stuff I've never seen before here. <laughs> <laughs> kind of accessibility of the Philippines. Is, is a notch higher than Thailand, I think. People are, everybody seems friendly. You know, you get a lot of smiles and hellos walking down the street. Everything's so cheap and everything is so accessible. Um, I mean, I don't make a ton of money and I feel like a baller while I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> it's cowboy country. Uh, it's a total adventure. Uh, definitely the way that you get here, it feels like an adventure anywhere you get, go. It's great for business people. It's challenging, like you come out here and you sort of test your own comfort zone. The second we got on that bus we got out of Manila, very, very comfortable,
0: very nice people. Uh, It's just a great place. I didn't really know what I was going to be like. I didn't know too many people who come here. I've employed people here. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I don't really want to leave. I'd like to see a (laughs) lot more of it. I want to come back, actually. He is another victim of our ragtag of entrepreneurs out here. We've been calling you the dominator because, I mean, your business you, you seem to be insanely productive, you, at least you, you have a good reputation for it.
1: I stare at my computer a lot, so I, and I, I look intense when I do it, and I've got a furrowed brow, so I, I think I just fool a lot of people that way. So how are you going to use the internet to get this done? I'm going to hack it. Uh, what's, the, what's the trajectory for your life?
0: Well, I'm unemployed now. <laughs> been unemployed By the t- for a long time. Man. <laughs> By the time these guys did.
1: <laughs> I, uh, when I looked at this, I was probably, as far as technical ability, last or second to last, as far as that. For me, it was basically the fact that, like, I, I just, I needed to start a business. I knew I needed to start a business. I just kind of needed a little bit of coercion and, and being pushed in the right direction.
0: Right. And we are good at coercion here. Shook it up. So what would be like the next one to two years of your life? Like what's the trajectory like looking for you? What are you going to be working
1: on? Where are you going to be? Coming here and meeting all of these people and talking to everyone, sort of like sharing ideas and chatting and and brainstorming, it's been great. Like I feel like it's been sort of like a big leap forward in terms of my entrepreneurial thinking and understanding and maturity. Since I've been here, I've hired a VA to kind of facilitate that process. Well, I, I guess sort of the, the trajectory that I'm, I'm trying to put myself on now is to
0: push myself out of the um, the guy who's built a really good job for himself that he still needs to work in into the guy that owns a business that I could step away for three months and it would keep you know tumbling forward without me. I made a lot of excuses
1: for marketing and, and not trying these other things because they were intimidating, you know, to, to kind of start all over and, and start from something that you don't know very well is intimidating. And what I've learned is that um, there is, there's no way to outsource some of these base skills. You have to just start trying it and doing it yourself and figure out what the basics are. And then you'll see which parts
0: you can kind of break off and have other people do for you. You don't want to be this guy who spends five years and you're awesome making cold calls kind of thing. Yeah, exactly, I mean. But what are the what, what? made you realize that? I guess actually having the time, having I mean, these two weeks to kind of put the effort into trying to build a business. When I arrived here, I was totally uh, unconfident about emailing suppliers, meeting, uh, calling suppliers, cold calling, all this, uh, all this stuff about suppliers and, get- and sourcing products. It was very intimidating to me, and I get a lot, a lot of help from you guys. So, the Tropical MBA event. Who- would you think would be somebody that could benefit from an event like this? I think the person that would benefit the most is someone who, who is in a position where they know that they want to own their own business and is struggling with obstacles. There are great opportunities for people who
1: are already running a business to kind of Expand their view. I feel like I, I did have a very kind of narrow focus, just focusing on what we did really well, which was manufacturing. If you don't already have some sort of advantage or some specific knowledge, I would encourage people to you know niche down and get to know a particular uh, industry or a particular niche.
0: If you're really like set in your ways and like watching your uh, cable TV every day and stuff like that, it's probably not going to be the place for you. But if, if you're ready for an adventure and uh, you know really want to travel and, and just see as much as you can
1: this would be the place to do it. because the amount of sort of knowledge you
0: can get from this and the people you can meet will give you a huge acceleration in what you're already doing.
1: Well, uh, anybody who ha- really has their heart set on something that uh, they haven't necessarily been able to achieve yet.
0: What's the point of running a business that doesn't help mold you into the kind of person that you ultimately want to be? It's an honor to have you join us here all the way out in the dan- relatively dangerous island of Maduro. These two weeks in Puerto Galera at the Tropical MDA has just been
1: that, you know, that boost that's been really great for me. This
0: is just, a, it's a huge uh, step ahead. It, you know, there's 15 people here that help you at any time, uh, whether it's WordPress, whether it's creating a presentation or business model to send to a potential buyer or customer. It's just a great, great opportunity for anyone who knows that this is where they want to take their life. I, I uh, really enjoyed my time here, and, uh, you know,
1: the end of two weeks came way, way too fast. The benefits are not just to do with starting a business. I mean, the, the benefits have to do with networking, and, you know, all of us are going to be friends. You know, for a long time, we'll be able
0: to help each other out. For me, it was a no-brainer to come here. Really, really worth it. Well over my expectations. Cheers, man. righty, and that was nuts. Let's get moving on to just the tips. (laughs) All right guys, look, if you want to join us at the Tropical MBA October 1st, check out tropicalmba.com slash T-M-B-A. Can I turn that into a jingle? Yeah, we already got (laughs) shirts. (laughs) All right, look, do you want to give the background on this whole Dragon Dictation thing?
1: Yeah, so this is, uh, so we got a new app to share with you today. Uh, You started using Dragon Dictation on your iPhone. So back in 2007, Uh, You came to me and you asked for $100. I said, look, man, we don't have $100 to be spending on some dictation app. You're like, but listen, man, this is how I'm going to write the best If you want to talk about like facing
0: your fears and going through intimidating situations, ask, try asking Ian for $100 for anything. It's like, look, you know, my cousin has cancer. He's seven years old. Like... It's, it's, it's the most intimidating thing you'll ever go through in your entire life. Come on. Alright, so
1: the problem was I knew this wasn't going to work in 2007. <laughs> Lo and behold, it didn't work. But now Dragon Dictation has a new app out and you're, you're, you're singing a little bit of a different tune now. Yeah, I mean
0: the software is better. It's free, it's on the iPhone and basically you, t- you fire up the app, you hit the red button in the middle and you start talking and the app writes down what you said. That's like some CIA jams, man. It's, it's, it's really cool. It's really useful if you're taking walks and you want to take notes. And then when you get back to your computer, you got all that stuff right on your iPhone. Good for driving, too. It's good for driving. All right, we're going to leave you today with a little music mix that we pulled together as a tribute to our home country, the good old USA. What would be an American podcast without a little jingoism every now and then? Yeah, buddy. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us on the Lifestyle Business Podcast. We'll see you next Thursday morning. Happy 4th of July. Hey guys, one more thing. Hey, this summer, when you're being inundated with all this American Bicentennial 4th of July bruh. Don't forget what you're celebrating, and that's the fact that a bunch of slave-owning, aristocratic white males didn't want to pay their
1: taxes. Uh
0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Don't be shy. We've got a mailing list, lifestylebusinesspodcast.com. Go there, get yourself signed up, and we'll keep you up to date on everything.
1: It's like I, I stumbled across you guys, uh, you know, podcast, and I
0: I like the enthusiasm that I heard. I mean, it's <laughs> like you guys are you're, you're fun to listen to. You're you're you know, passionate not just about your own businesses, but businesses in general, and that's uh, that's something that's really invigorating to to hear. And I, I guess I just kind of wanted to um. You know, swirl around in that mix, and and I am probably as into it, sort of, for the travel and the lifestyle stuff as I am for the business stuff. Although, again, it's like you can always learn more business. It's you know, there there's depth upon depth, and just a lot of lot of onion layers. You can always peel back and find more stuff.